안녕하세요. You're listening to Four from On One podcast. Welcome back to Four from On One podcast. We have made it to two months, boys. It's our two-month birthday. Congratulations, lads! Oh wow! Happy birthday to yeah. us. We released our first podcast on the 9th of January, and now it's 9th of March. March. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I think about the day. Brain yeah, fart. So, so today, in, oh, how are you? How are you, boys? What's been happening? Um, I'm exhausted. We yeah, had the day off exhausted. today. You know, it's a, it's election day, but my daughter she did not sleep at all. At all, no naps. She's been up since 7 a.m. So she was just uh, taking us all over the place. <laughs> So yeah, it's election day today. So we had a red day. So we had a day off. Akjun, what did you get up to today? Uh, I get up like six a.m. and then wow. went to a baseball practice and mm-hmm. had some soldier for my lunch. Gosh, yeah. <laughs> wow, lucky we still got you here then. Yeah, yeah. yeah I, I took like uh, one hour nap and then just had some, you know, deliver gumne chicken. Okay, and has drinking my lovely. Johnny Walker. Oh, mm. okay. Red, black, blue. No, it's double black. Ooh. It's pretty good. Yeah. That's delicious. On the rocks or straight? Straight from the bottom. Oh, not a straight one. Uh, straight one is too too heavy. Yeah. So, yeah. Mixed a little bit with the ice and coke. Oh, nice. really? You mix a black with coke? I would just red, I'd mix. Black, black is more. <laughs> expensive yeah all right anyway boys we had election day geo did you do anything good uh we just walked over to the nearest elementary school that's where the polling booths were so my yeah. wife went out to cast her vote contributed to yeah. her part in this democratic country and when do the results come out Hock-chun? i think the uh the results will come out uh tomorrow morning yep but um i think it's like almost 50 50 chance for number one and number two. Oh. Yep. So um, I didn't realize it was that close. Yeah. So like says our birthday, I had a quick look and see how we did our second month. On our first month, we sort of let loose what we did. Our first <laughs> month, we did 315 downloads. That's Thank great. you everyone for listening. Woo-hoo. We beat it this month. And this month had three less days because February only had 28 days. Right. We are on two, 364 downloads. So hey, 364. We're, we're improving. <laughs> we'll take it. Yeah, so it. thank you everyone for listening. Yeah, We're still going strong. We're still going to smash out two more podcasts each week until Gio's had the baby. Mm-hmm. And we might drop it back and meet. 36 more days. Start doing our meetups. So you haven't checked out our meetups or our pages up. Uh, we've already got some people signed up. Uh, so check out the meetup page. Boys, today we're going to talk about big events. Things are happening around the world all the time and Yes. Uh, I thought let's just talk about this. I tried to come up with some positive ones, but it's, it's amazing how hard it is to think of positive world moments when yes. everything in my mind was negative. Like, yeah. it's pretty sad. It's, <laughs> it's kind of instinct, sad. though. It yeah. should be the other way around. Times we're living like, in. Yeah. 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 So, this podcast, we're going to just talk about big moments in our lives, whether it's world, negative. We're going to try to do some positives because we want to be positive yeah, too. Sure. Personal moments. And some future moments, maybe they'll come up. So that's what we're going to try to talk about today. Ooh. So negative motives. As I'll start first because when I came up with this topic with you guys, um, obviously that we always think negative. We think of deaths, and 
one of our famous cricketers died that day that I mentioned this podcast. Mm, yeah. uh, he's the biggest cricketer since I was born. Uh, he had a sudden death in Thailand. So, oh. so I'll go on the death theme first and uh, okay. say right. probably the biggest deaths that this one was huge. It's massive in Australia. Shane Warne, if you don't know, is probably our most famous cricketer in the last since I've been born. Okay. And then the one that really shocked me was Steve Irwin's death. Oh, um, from, yes. From Hunter. Mm-hmm. So I remember this day because this was just before I didn't have a phone. Like, I had a phone, but no internet on the phone. So you couldn't right. like quickly Google search what's going. You had to listen to the radio. So I was driving from work to university. I was working during the day doing university at the evening of my last year of uni. And I had to pull over the car because I had to listen, find the right radio station, listen what the hell's going on. Yeah, and I was shocked. Like I had to pull off the road and just—I didn't cry, but I was, oh, I was just going to ask too. Because he, okay. he had his kids were really young at that age. Yeah, and um, but see how they're following in his father's footsteps. I'm sorry, in their yeah. father's footsteps. It's actually really the inspiring. Son. The son, the son exactly carbon like copy him. of him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, he's, looks exactly the same too. Mm-hmm. And then he got that same passion. The last one on sort of the death theme from me is Princess Diana, um, right. Australia's oh. part of the Commonwealth country. My family loved the the queen and all that stuff. So I still remember that day. I think it's like eight, uh, 94 or so, 95. I believe that was 97. Yeah. Oh, really? That like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I still remember that day. Joe, what's sort of when I told you to think of the big moment that shocked you? What did you think about? The first one was a, a death snare for me. And that was Michael Jackson's death in 2009, yeah. uh, June 25th, exactly. Uh, and the only reason why I bring it up because I was probably a mega fan of his. Like I used to, have like all his albums. I would sing all his songs. Every time Billie Jean would come on, all my buddies would know like, this is the guy to sing it, right? And so I would always perform. I always used to work for Doris because I wanted to kind of look like him and mimic his, his choreography. So when I was in college, it was I was in a summer school and that's when one of my buddies actually texted me. He's like, hey man, your, your idol just died. And I was like, what the hell are you talking about? Sure enough, flip on the TV, CNN, it's just plastered all over the news. Every single channel, every news outlet, it was all about, at the time, Michael Jackson was just being rushed to the hospital. So they, they didn't really confirm his death. And then moments later, it just kind of just dropped and said, all right, the King of Pop is now gone. Mm-hmm. And I just remember there was like this, um, just the after, aftermath of it all. It was just like sent shockwaves around the world. But the other one mm-hmm. that I have, apart from that, I mean, you guys were big Michael Jackson fans before we... Yeah, I, yeah. I just know I was living in Berlin at that day and okay. Germans love Michael Jackson too. Like, well, sure. the world loves Michael Jackson. But yeah. So everyone was shocked in Germany when I was living there. So I do remember that. I was living in Berlin at that stage. Mm-hmm. And what was, sorry, the next one? The second one I was actually going to bring up actually occurred a few years after here in Korea. And I addressed this before. It was actually MERS, the Middle Eastern Respiratory System. Okay. So just when we thought COVID you know, just before the shit hit the fan a couple years ago, like MERS yeah. was kind of like this, this unknown, almost like a SARS 2.0 kind of virus, like respiratory, right? So it was airborne. They didn't know anything yeah. about it. And that was the first time like schools kind of had like shut down. I remember I had to like wear a mask every day in class. And I thought, well, this is funky having to wear a mask in class just for a couple hours right. a day. And I had maybe two kids for at least like two months. And right. everywhere you went, it was just like a ghost town because I was living in Jumpshill at the time. And anytime I went to like Coex Mall or anywhere, Olympic Park, it was just like a desert, a complete ghost town. I actually stopped going to the gym. That was actually my last gym membership because I was just so afraid to, to go anywhere. And it was actually, I believe the outbreak, they first started, they found patient zero at Chunho Hospital, which was like the next station over. So I literally, 
avoided it like the plague. Like I did not go out and I thought, how long is this going to last? But luckily it was only just a couple of months and then we were just right back to our normal lives. Unlike mm-hmm. COVID, which is completely different. Just doesn't go away. Doesn't uh, go away three years ago. I think SARS, was SARS the one like 2000 and... It was early 2000s. I thought it was early. Um, but, I'd have to look that up. There was but... one in 2009 that was like really in Mexico and stuff like that. Because I remember it was in Canada. I think I said it on this podcast already. I booked for an all-exclusive trip in Mexico. And we couldn't go. So we had to go oh. to Hawaii. It's just expensive and shorter and stuff. But yeah. Okay. Well, you, Hock John, is there any big... I don't know what you were going to say. Do you have something Korean? The thing most tragic uh, happened in Korea is a uh, sailor ferry oh, yes. incident. Mm-hmm. The thing was really shocked is that uh, there were like so many high school students were, you know, mm. get killed by this accident. And then it is all like blaming the adults fault because yeah. I'm um, like, they're, they're greedy. So um, they want to make the, ship bigger and then they made it like more fragile to uh to a spin or like to a turn turnover so uh when they uh enter this sea uh with the a lot of islands around it so it it has like twisted water going and then the boat loses momentum and then it it literally just like crashed on the yeah. uh, left side mm-hmm. just capsized completely we synced like 30 minutes. Yeah, it's really sad. And a lot of them were high school kids, yeah. Yeah, it was yeah. a high school field trip, if I'm not uh, mistaken. Mm. So, yeah. like, those sort of moments, because I worked on cruise ships for eight years, and a lot of time we spent training and doing all these drills and stuff. And, like, yeah. for a lot of us, we're like, oh, nothing ever bad is going to happen. But then you get the Concorde disaster, then you get some other oh, yeah. disasters, and then that disaster, and then being on the cruise ship and that disaster. And we had to yeah. gather in and they had to talk to us about what we should have done. Or like if it was us, mm. what would we do? What's our roles? And yeah. so you just hope like people learn from these mistakes, but we're still having wars. People don't learn from their mistakes. I don't know. But yeah, that yeah. was very sad. There was a, there was a big fire uh, happened in Daegu. If I mm. remember correctly, it was like January or February in 2004. So um uh, at that time, I was uh, graduated from my middle school, and then I was waiting for my entrance in high school. So I was planning to visit uh, Dongsongro in Daegu on that morning. And then one of my friends didn't wake up. So I went to his place, and they wake him up. And he was taking a shower. I was, I was watching the news, and then it says there was a big fire happened in uh, the center of Daegu. And then there were like, more than 200 people were killed from the fire incident but um mentally ill guy i don't know he's not a sociopath or psychopath but um like mentally ill person intentionally pour for the oil inside of subway and then oh, lit the really? fire and the train driver didn't make the uh like warning sign of at all and then mm-hmm. he took the key out that he just fleed like people were trapped inside oh, and then goodness. after the other way the the other side of track there were train coming in and sure. then it got fired too imagine like it's all dark like electricity are all gone you cannot see anything but um there were fire everywhere 
Yeah, sad times. That's very, that's very horrifying. Australia, we have a lot of bushfires, and we had a pretty bad one two years ago. And then I remember one as a kid, and as a kid, I used to always, always wasn't a very religious kid, but I always used to pray every summer, no bushfires, no bushfires. And mm. uh, the 995 one, um, we weren't actually in our house. Our uncle came to help us save our house, and we had a pool, and behind our pool is a valley into the bush, and they flooded our pool and made it like a waterfall. And they did yeah. this all along the roads of all the houses in our street, saved our house, yeah. our uncle wow. saved our house. And unfortunately, a couple of years later, our, one of our best friends, family best friends, they lost their house in the bushfire. So yeah, oh, that's man. sad. But we are, we will get positive very soon, guys. Bear with us. So <laughs> I don't know if this negative one was a good idea. It's making me sad, but- um, It's all right. Anything it else, is, Gio? Let's move on to some positivity Let's now. do positive. Yeah. yeah. All right, Gio, you go first. Well, since we're on the theme of election night, I want to go back to 2008 when President Barack Obama was elected as the first African-American president of the United States of America. And I remember this night vividly because I remember I got into a big fight with an ex-girlfriend of mine. (laughs) And I was like, all right, whatever. I'm not even going to try to fix this or patch it. I just rode my bike immediately right over to my dorm because I did not want to miss his speech, you know? Like I knew he oh, had yeah. just been elected. And so came into my room. I, luckily I was alone. I just switched on the TV. I believe they were holding it in Chicago of all places um, as his opening night, the, the speech night. And I remember just, just crying, just like listening to the speech and for once. It just felt like great and a proud moment yeah. to be an American. Just kind of like, look at us, start a new chapter. This was just when, you know, George W. Bush was just ending his presidency and, uh, Things were just kind of messy with the Iraq war, Afghanistan. And this was just like a breath of fresh air, considering he was just so charismatic and uh, just, just just like a shiny penny, you know, very, very clean, very um, well-spoken, articulate man. So that's the first mm. thing that popped to mind. Yeah. yeah. Jim, what about you? A positive thing? Um, well, I first of all, I, I, I kind of remember his first speech of Barack Obama, was it going like, I stand here, like humbled by the task before us. And then he was saying that I, I was trying to make, no. you know, his Impressive. like personal, personal impression. Kind of thing. Yes. Okay. I stand, I stand here. Uh, no, <laughs> no, it's totally gone. <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of, kind of like personal or kind of Korean, but um, I remember the day of uh, Samsung Lions won the championship game of KBO in 2002. It was like, uh, well, Samsung Lions was a strong at that time. They never won a championship game since like uh, 1982 or something. Okay. So it was like championship winning uh, within 21 years. Okay. And then I think this exact game, uh, this very game, made me a fan of baseball. Mm. Okay. Nice. And can I just piggyback off of that really quick, since we are talking about baseball? My second one was actually the, the Chicago Cubs Oops. winning <laughs> yeah. the World Series. Exactly. So uh, the breaking of the yeah, curse. Uh, yeah, the curse of the GOAT. Um, yeah. 108 no. years, right? 1908 was their last championship. 2016, I was uh, here in Korea, unfortunately, but... At least I got to the future nearly predicted it. <laughs> yeah, they nearly <laughs> predicted it. But that was, that was obviously, that was a no-brainer for me, watching the Cubs win the World Series. <laughs> I was going to do a whole bunch of yeah. sports too, but I'll just do one sport. It's not actually a game, but Sydney getting the Olympics in 1994. Like the Olympics were in 2000, but it got given in 1994. So 
I just remember the party, the celebration. We, we sent over a little girl to go to present for Australia. She was only like eight or nine or something. And she was actually from our local area. So, oh, yeah. So, and then a local hero way to represent. Yeah. 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 So, that was a big moment. I was going to try not to do all sport ones, but obviously, <laughs> a lot of sporting ones are in my mind. But in Korea in the Asian Cup in 2015, I was there for that. <sighs> but, uh, <laughs> any other positive uh, ones? Like, um, I want to, I want to say some more thing about this uh, championship yeah. game. So, um, it was 2002 and then. It was really big in Korea because it was uh, about Samsung Lions versus LG Twins. So the main two biggest company are fighting each other. Mm. And then this was great. Like in the ninth inning, mm. Samsung Lions was behind for like three points. Mm. And then the legendary batter, Seungyup Lee, Lee Seungyup, he made like three run home runs. So it was even. And then after the batter, Mahayong, just made a back-to-back home run. Mm. It was like history of baseball. There was no home run ending championship game. It was, I, I went crazy. I was like yelling. I was like roaring over. <laughs> and my, my Hanoi Eagles came last that year, do you think? Mm, yeah. About 10 years later, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Every year. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Uh, Gio, another positive? It's really hard um, to think of positives. I struggle. Like, this should be the thing of the world. Think showing positive things with more energy. But, yeah, I struggled. What else did you come up with? Worldwide, I, I can't think of anything. If anything, personal is about to take over soon. Yeah. Yeah. What about you, Hawk John? Anything worldwide that really positive that was great? Um, I think the uh, maybe invention of smartphone. Like, if yeah. I'm just looking back from here, I think the iPhone came out like 2006, 2007 or mm-hmm. something. That's right. Mm. Like at that time, I, I didn't recognize this smartphone is like going this much great and crazy. Mm. But I'm, I'm looking back from 2022 and then that was the invention. Yeah, very that innovative. changed people's life. I think no but, one, yeah. no one, I remember no one could picture the phone taking a better quality photo an actual camera sure and then eventually they once the phone was taking say similar quality photos for a camera just took over yeah and then you got the internet and then you could post them on the internet it was just music mp3 all in one yeah Yeah. Mm. because you remember those first couple of photos on the first phones it was like pixels to the max (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah can you imagine life without a phone on your pocket like i can't imagine like i I was kind of forgot, like back in like 10 years ago, we had to, when we are making the um, appointment to meet somebody, we have to pick the date, we have to pick the place, we have to pick the time. And then like we were waiting, this somebody came here. All right, let's go personal. Personal, I'm going to start first. Is We talked about bucket lists in the, one of the middle podcasts, I don't know which number, maybe six or seven. And I went and saw Machu Picchu, which was, it exceeded all my expectations and Mm -hmm. just made me so, like, it was amazing. I told you I wanted to do the Inca Trail, which is the four-day hike into Machu Picchu. I didn't get to do that. I still want to go back and do that. But seeing Machu Picchu, my dream place to go for a decade at least. As soon as I knew what it was, it was always number one to go to. And it exceeded all my expectations. It was great. Um, Gio? 
Uh, this one's a no-brainer. It was actually my wedding day. Of course. Oh, you know, choice. every little boy dreams of this, you know. <laughs> 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 no, I was definitely a, a drama king on my day. I, I just want everything to be right. You know, I, I know in an idealistic world, I'm sure Soyang probably wanted to get married in Korea. Um, but, you know, we did get married in the outskirts of Chicago. It was on a vineyard. It was outdoors. It was a gorgeous, nice. gorgeous, nice uh, wow, uh, autumn day. Great. Um, everything about it was just perfect. Her coming out in the dress, my mother-in-law in the hanbok. I, I cried at the altar. I'm not going to lie. I couldn't even get through my, um, what's that called? Our, my vows. I couldn't oh, get, yeah. yeah, we wrote our own vows. Hers was short, sweet, to the point. Mine was probably like four index cards long, front and back. <laughs> and I just like, I was just sobbing the entire time. Um, but, but we Did were just so exhausted. Boy, romantic I'm sorry. Boy. What'd you Did say? She oh, no, she didn't cry at all. Hers was just like, I promise to love you forever. Uh, the end. Something like that. I don't remember. <laughs> it was probably like 30 seconds long. And I Very mean, efficient. Afterward, we, you know, we took the photos. The guests went back, had cocktail hour. But her and I were just so exhausted. She was already six months pregnant. And we were just so tired. And um, by the time we got to like cutting the cake and the, the first dance, we were just, yeah, knackered, as Keith would say. Um, but that's the first one. And then the second one, obviously, is going to be Sophina's birth. You know, um, So Young was quite the trooper. She was probably in labor for, I think, 27 hours. And I, I just don't know how she does it. She was a trooper the whole way. But when time was uh, all set, ready to go, and Sophie was ready to come out, it was just one of those moments, as cliche it was, where everything kind of freezes. It literally was just like that. Like, I remember feeling nothing. Nothing. I was just, I was numb. I didn't cry. I wasn't confused. I remember just staring at this kid in the nurse's arms, just wailing her lungs out. And I just thought, oh boy, like I'm responsible for that life now. Like I have to step it up. Yeah. And, uh, and was, was she born in Korea or in America? She was born in Chicago as well. Just uh, 10 minutes down the road from our place. Our hospital was across the street from us. So it was super convenient. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and what about the wedding day? I'm always, did you start drinking before the wedding? Or like, how did you pace yourself? No. So what happens the day before we actually stayed, we rented out, they had this little house on yeah. the property. So we kind of just did that and went to um, the like, little underseller and just drank unlimited wine all night. So I was kind of a little hungover. Yeah. I was, I, I didn't want to drink anything at all. And I remember I just had a massive headache the morning of, and I was just trying to drink some water just to kind of hydrate myself. Yeah. Um, and then the day of, I think about weddings, like when it's your wedding, you don't really have time to eat or drink. Or sit down because mm. you got to walk around. You got to thank all the guests for coming and yep. kind of show face. And uh, I don't, I don't remember eating anything. I remember hardly taking a bite and drinking maybe one or two cocktails the whole day. And then you didn't get a ha- honeymoon, yeah? So what's yeah, no honeymoon. So her parents flew. I remember I met my in-laws three days before the wedding. They flew in September 11th of all days, yeah. and yeah. they left September 15th, the day right after the wedding. They left. Oh, awesome! Yep. That'd be cool. Uh, Jun, your personal positive thing moment in your life the first one that popped up in my in my head is the university scholarship yeah that um it was my last year of university and then i I was i was so financially i I was just poor at that time like i spent all money in australia (laughs) that came back (laughs) with uh, (laughs) yeah with with just a tax return so Mm -hmm. yeah I was really short on money. And then, you know, my home is in Daegu and I had to study in Seoul. So I have to pay uh, like dormitory. I wasn't, I wasn't in dormitory, but um, I have to 
you know, pay for my place and then food and everything. So I was really short on money. I was so desperate. And then I even think about like, okay, uh, maybe I should like stop studying and then, you know, start working. And then maybe like two or three years later, I go back to university and finish my study. And then all of a sudden, the school committee call up to me. And then, so uh, Mr. Hyokjun, you got one year full scholarship from Matthew Lee. I, I applied a lot of scholarship that that time. So I was forgot about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a generous donor, the generous donor. He didn't even graduate from my university, but um, he, he studied in my university like two years. And then he went to USA and then mm-hmm. became a successful like business leader. And then he was just trying to help like poor people, <laughs> poor university students in Korea. And then I mm-hmm. got the one-year full scholarship. So thanks for him. And then I, I, I finished my university with yeah. himself. Nice. Yeah, it, was, awesome. yeah, it was great. And then, yeah. and then the second one is uh, my trip with my mom in mm-hmm. Jeju Island. Yeah. Um, I was fully focused on my mom. And then like, I, I was thinking, okay, this might be the uh, last time I uh, fully focus on my mom. But um, she was so happy. I was, I was trying to, you know, visit all places that she would love it. And then went to restaurants, like uh, she want all natural kind of thing, but um, she really liked the seafood. So I Googled the really nice seafood restaurant for her. And then like after this trip, she was keep mentioning to my like my friends and then uh, her relatives that the trip she went with me in Jeju Island was the most beautiful thing she ever had. I'm so happy with it. Well, that's good. That's well, touching. Done, yeah. And I always say with the university one, I always say like my favorite time throughout my life is finishing university that next year, like university or schooling done. Like I still had nightmares about doing tests and assignments like three four years later like i think everybody I, does that. like i still yeah, get yeah. that it's like what i didn't finish <laughs> yet i have homework i, never, I haven't been going to class <laughs> I, I never actually got in my car drove towards because i drove to university every day got into my car drove to university probably for about 15 minutes what the fuck am i doing i'll finish university what am I doing? <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna say that was my favorite that's hilarious <laughs> Uh, I was always cramming assignments. So, yeah, yeah. it still haunts me. Yeah. So funny. <laughs> haunts you. <laughs> You're not alone. I, I, my last positive, I had one more positive. It's just, yeah, yeah. sort of uh, leaving for Canada. The, I worked on six weeks in Australia on cruise ships in Australia and meeting these people. I decided, all right, I'm going to go overseas. So I'm going to stop teaching and go overseas. So I left for Canada. I thought maybe it's going to be good for one or two years. I haven't been home for 15 years. Right. <laughs> Not oh, living anyway. So it just wow. I just love living overseas. I love my time in Canada. And the longest I've been home in Australia since is probably maybe for four months in a row. And that's it. Yeah. Sure. Since that was t- 2008. Yeah. Wow. But yeah, traveling. Love it. Anything Same. else, boys? Or are we going to have future, future moments? What's something you'd like to see in the future? I was going to say, I've mentioned, I think on the bucket list one that I want to go into space. So I'm hoping that moment will come yeah. that I get to go into space. True. Good uh, luck. Gio? 
uh, just waiting for my son to be born and yep. heading home after uh, three years living abroad. Yeah. I'd like to go home and be reunited with everybody once more. Mm. And you, Hokjun? Well, I'm definitely looking for my wedding day in the future. Good. And, um, we expect invites. Mm. <laughs> yeah, sure, man. Personally, I've personally, personally handed it to me. <laughs> I haven't done a box yeah, party right. in Korea yet, so I want to do a box party. Let's do it. <laughs> right. yeah. uh, and then the second thing is like almost like Giovanni's great memory. Like I, I really want to have my uh, children, like mm-hmm. a boy and a girl. So um, yeah, I'm looking for the day. Yeah, and my second one is sort of on Gio's thing. I just, I, uh, I'm looking forward to some flexibility and freedom. I've worked my ass off four years straight. I got to go home once for two weeks. That's the longest vacation I've had in four years since I've been to Korea. So I'm excited to finish this contract off, hang out with you boys, see what we can do, and um, go home in Australia, start traveling a bit, and, yeah, just a bit more freedom and flexibility um, working nine and a half nine and a half hour days teaching eight hours oh yeah man I'm speaking of that, that yeah i just want to say it next week i'm actually pretty excited i'm gonna officially have a homeroom now so we got some oh, more right. students coming my way yeah so you're gonna have to do some work uh, i'm gonna have to do some yeah, work more than one put my yeah put my talent to the test do what i gotta do i'm excited hmm. more than more than one student <laughs> i have three <laughs> three yeah. oh yes yeah like i did a little hike on the weekend i just I, I'm not big on hiking, but it does make you think about your life. Like if you're outside in the freedom oh, yeah. and it's just like, oh, I should be doing this more often. I need to start doing this. I need to start doing these like really freeing things I should be doing. Like, yeah. you have, like know, these like little being, philosophical tra- tra- moments. Yeah. Just existentialism. <laughs> trapped in my little apartment by yeah. myself, watching sport that at the end of the day, it's really affect my life, but I love sure. watching sport, but I have no control. I know we got some ideas with you boys that I want to try to achieve. So, yeah, the hiking it clears your mind. That's probably why people do it, yeah? I'm going to talk a bit it. about yeah. that. Yeah. The next podcast, is, I'm going to bring it up next podcast. But, boys, we've done well. Um, so let's do some word of the days. Hakjun, is there a Korean word or phrase for, like, a bucket list? Himang mok Okay. Uh, it's a, like, wish list kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. It's, a, it's a direct translation of wish list, but um, we use bucket list as well. So yeah. you can say, what about list. like good luck? So we all are positives. What's something like good luck with your adventure? Good luck with your business. What's this? No, it's always, man. It's always fighting. Yeah. Fighting. Fighting. Yeah. Fighting. Yeah. Before an exam, fighting. Everything. Yeah. Everything. Before an interview, fighting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and what's freedom? What's freedom? Freedom is. Chayu. Chayu. Freedom. Freedom. Yeah. William Wallace. Um, well done, boys. Uh, on our two-month birthday, we've worked hard. Gio's done a lot of editing. Uh, we still haven't quite conquered the vlogging, but we're on Meetup now. Some people have already joined us, and Hock Jun's starting to think through what we should do on our first Meetup. I think the Chrome Rice is still going to be crazy, so we're probably only going to get to have, like, three or four people to join us, which is good for us mm-hmm. to practice. And then when the rules allow us, we'll go a bit bigger. But please join up the Meetup, Instagram. Facebook, yeah, YouTube, what are the days? We're doing a lot, so follow us. Anything else, lads? Well, I, I really appreciate our followers and then our uh, listeners. So, um, like, mm. we, we hit uh, bigger numbers now, so um, I'm really happy. And then, like, if you guys have any, um, like, requests or something, uh, just visit our 
Instagram or our website and then mm. ask for us, just shooting some questions to us. Yeah, sure. Um, that's it. Well done, boys. Have a good night. Have a good night, guys. Okay. Thank you. Take care. Have a good night. Bye.